Hello and welcome to No Rest for the Weekend, where we go behind the scenes and talk to the creators of independent entertainment. I'm Jason Godby, and today on the program, we'll be taking a look back at 2019. 2019 started off with uh, the Katra film series here in Brooklyn at the Alamo Draft House on a cold night in January. I had the opportunity to talk to some of the filmmakers on hand, including Alex Bro, about his award-winning short film, Campfire Alpha. Hello, it's Jason Godby for No Rest for the Weekend here at the Katra Film Series Closing Night, and I'm here with Alex Bro, the writer-director of Campfire Alpha. Welcome, Alex. Uh, how do you feel to be here tonight? Uh, super excited to see it on the Alamo Draft House screen. It's going to be thrilling, so very pumped. So is this, your, is this the premiere of the, the movie? Yeah, we just finished it. Uh, it's gotten to some other festivals that will be showing subsequently later in the year. But uh, yeah, this is the, the debut, and we have a New York-based crew, so got about 15, 16 people here tonight. Very cool. So what's the film about? It's got a great title. Yeah, thank you. Uh, uh, what, thank what, you. What's, the, what's the film about? Uh, Camp Bar Alpha is about four childhood friends who uh, reconnect for the first time in a while, and kind of over the course of a kind of drunken evening, uh, friendly competition kind of turns darker as the as the evening kind of extends. Is this a short film or a feature film? It's a 15-minute short film. Uh, I've written the feature version, starting to uh, get pre-production on that. Fabulous, fabulous. Yeah. So um, what do you want people to kind of walk away with after they see the film? Like, what's the what's the central message, or what do you what do you think people, will people, will they be frightened, will they be, uh, will they be laughing? Yeah. How, how will they feel? Uh, it starts uh, a little bit like Romeo and Juliet, where it starts out as a comedy. There's laughs, definitely, in the first half of it. It. And then uh, the dynamic between the four friends starts to kind of curdle midway through. And uh, I think people walk away with the kind of idea of like toxic masculinity and how that manifests itself um, between, you know, these four friends kind of in their mid to late 20s. So it's like a bro fight. Total. It's a bro <laughs> fight. It's a, it's a bro down for sure. For sure. You heard it here, the bro down. Alex, where can people find out about you in the movie if they look on the web? Uh, AlexBro.com is probably the easiest place to look. Spell your name on that one, though, because you don't speak. Yeah. Alex Bro, last name Bro, B-R-E-A-U-X. I also have a uh, film production company called Grit and Grind. That's WorkHardBeScary.com. On a recent episode, I interviewed director Max Powers about his documentary, Don't Be Nice. The producer of that documentary was Nikhil Melnichuk, who I first met at Katra Film Series for the screening of a short he produced called FIVA. Hi, it's Jason Godby here with No Rest of the Weekend at the Katra Film Series. I'm here with producer Nikhil Melnichuk. The movie is called FIVA. It's a short film. It's finalist here tonight. Nikhil, how do you feel to be here at the Katra Film Series? I love Katra. I'm thrilled to be here. It's actually the second year that I'm a, I'm a finalist, one of the films I made. Last year, I was here with a short called Jack and Jill. We picked up the honorable mention. Fabulous. And, uh, Katra just seems to be growing and getting more and more attention, so I'm just thrilled to be a part of it. This is terrific. Um, so uh, tell us about the movie. What is FIVA about? Absolutely. FIVA is about a young mother, um, and the uh, father of her son has disappeared. And she doesn't know whether she should move on with her life or, or keep holding out hope that he might come back. And she's about to start a new life with a new boyfriend. And the very day that she's about to get married, the father of her son returns and comes back and says, come away with me. I need to explain what happened. Wow. So this is, this is, it sounds like a lot in a short film. Yeah. How long is the movie? It's just 12 and a half minutes. Wow. And uh, 
It's really a testament to the director, Randall Dutton, award-winning director, and he's just brilliant at packing in emotion and story in really small moments and doing a lot with a little. What is the one thing that you'd want audiences to walk away from after they see the movie? I, one thing is I'd love them to walk away wanting to know more. You know, we're looking to turn FIVA into a feature film, and part of what you try to do in a short is give someone a whole story and then also introduce them to a world that they might want to see more of. Fabulous. That sounds like a great idea. So um, if people want to know more about you, more about the movie, where can they find you on the web? Absolutely. My name is Nikhil Melnichek, and uh, you can find me at Nikhil Melnichek. And our film, FIVA, is at FIVA Movie at FIVA Movie, and that's F-E-V-A-H. And that's on uh, Instagram and Twitter? Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of it. Fabulous. Also screening that night was a short film called Uniform, starring Laura Gomez, who you might know from Netflix's Orange is the New Black. Here's what she had to say when I caught up with her that night at the Alamo Draft House. Hello, it's Jason Godby for No Rest of the Weekend here at the Contra Film Series, and I am with Laura Gomez, uh, her film, Uniform, uh, was here this evening in, the, in uh, the first block. And great little movie. I'm glad I saw it. How does it feel here to be here at Katra? It, it's great. Um, well, with my film, it's not my film. I'm in it, which is really an honor because uh, it's co-directed by two great directors, and uh, Ellie and Michael Nitterman and, and Jeffrey uh, Keyes, who wrote it. And they're here, which is why I'm looking. <laughs> Um, it was a great, uh, it was a great blog, and it was a great evening. Uh, so it was a wonderful opportunity. Yeah, you were in good company, yeah. which is nice. Uh, so tell me a little bit about the film and, and who you play in the film. I play Nadine. It's, uh, it's a, a, two wives that are having a situation with their son because he is, um, he's rejecting to to wear the uniform that is the proper attire that the school demands, and he wants to wear a dress. So they're addressing these uh, challenges that come up with such a simple thing, or seemingly a simple thing. And the the, the child, uh, really good little actor, um, and, and uh, you guys have great chemistry together, which yeah, I, sure. I really like. Um, what um, what was it like? Some of the challenges of making because it's a short film, but yeah. it, it's pretty like down and dirty, very New York. Um, did you? How long did you guys take to film it? We shot for three days, and it's funny because they always say don't shoot with uh, children, but this was a very good experience, actually. Uh, it, it was wonderful and, and, and really on, on, you know, on board and, and very attentive and, and very professional, really. And what do you think uh, people seeing the film, what do you want them to kind of come away with when they see it? Well, I think we're going through times where it takes, it takes some, so many of us to have a learning curve and to have some compassion for what parents go through in, their, in terms of challenge, but also what used to be a no-no is now a, 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 you know, a moment in time where we are questioning the, the rules of society. What's acceptable, what's not. Exactly. Yeah. So maybe before this was a big challenge, and still many people are, are judging based on, on how people want to be addressed in terms of gender and all of this. So we're kind of exploring this through the eyes of a child, so still in a very innocent way. He doesn't even know, he doesn't, he's not doing this for any other reason right. than he's a child. It's great too, because you get to see this very, like, and the kid's very naturalistic. He looks yes. like he's just being a kid. Yes. Uh, yes. And, uh, you know, he doesn't care. Right. 
but it's everybody else in yeah. the in the film, and you see that, which is yeah. great to pack into such a yeah. short movie. Uh, so, uh, do you know if there's any plans to make this into a feature or anything like that? Well, it was a play, so Jeffrey uh, based this in, in a play that he wrote, and uh, I think it has a lot of potential for a, for a feature because there's so much to explore in terms of, especially uh, adults' behavior and adults' reaction. Mm. Um, the child is just project, you know, we're just projecting onto the child's uh, decision to wear a dress, but, which is, and it reflects so much more about what we're going through in society, I think. Yeah, I, I think it's great, and uh, it, it's, um, it's a nice little statement, and it's, yeah. uh, it's fun. Yeah. It's not, uh, you know, like some people with a message movie, they kind of beat you over the head with it, and it uh, becomes a, a chore, but I, I felt like it was a very entertaining little film. Yeah. Uh, and great chemistry between you and the, and your and wife Jody, and the kid. Yeah, yeah Jody was uh, Jody uh, Christopherson. Fantastic actress. She's also. It was also in a way I feel like a love story between you know two women who are raising a child in New York City. So, is is also uh, an, there's something about a family life that they're creating in uh, an unconventional way. And it is a family. It's it's a it's a family. Uh, modern no, family. It's a modern family, but it, it's a family anyway. You look at it. You yeah. know, it's, it's parents and a child, and they go through all the same stuff that any other parent and child yes, has to go through, exactly. including one little guy who wants to wear a dress. That's it. That's uh, do you know uh, where we can find out more about the film or or uh, find it online? Well, they can visit uh, the writer's uh, page, JeffreyJamesKeys.com, and there's a page for the for the film, and there's also a Facebook page, and of course Google, because we've been in many festivals, including. Uh, Back in April, we covered the opening night of the Bowery Film Festival. That's where I first interviewed producer John Campbell about his film, The Infamous Future. Here's what John had to say as he was out supporting the other filmmakers that night. Hi, it's Jason Godby here at the Bowery Film Festival. I'm standing with uh, John Campbell. He is the writer and exec producer of Infamous Future, a documentary I saw screened, which you heard about on a previous indie film news episode. So uh, John is here supporting the filmmakers. I thought I'd grab him for a few minutes. John, thanks. How, how do you feel to be here tonight? I am so happy to be here supporting Barry Film Festival, Jeff, and just all these amazing filmmakers. This is amazing to be here tonight. I think it's a great little film festival. I think Katra is great as well. So you guys did a special presentation of your film, Infamous Future. For those who didn't catch the, the broadcast that we previously did, tell us about the Infamous Future. So it was a Katra film series that actually presented us uh, as our Brooklyn premiere. And that actually happened uh, about two weeks ago. It was amazing. The Infamous Future is about Eagle Academy. There are six locations of Eagle Academy in the state of New York, as well as Newark, New Jersey. Um, and it's really for black and brown boys, and really what Eagle Academy Foundation and what the principals and educators are doing for these amazing young kids. Over 3,000 of them, and uh, over 900 alum at this point. And in the movie, you follow the story of one of the boys. Uh, tell me about him a little bit. So Joshua Perez, who's an amazing student, and so Joshua pretty much is someone who has been um, doing really well for himself. He's now at Nazareth College. But we kind of follow him in his final year at Eagle Academy. Uh, and it pretty much puts us in a position where we kind of see his vulnerabilities and his challenges, but the success of him all getting all the way to uh, graduation. And we also follow his mother as well. Um, you know, his journey is her journey. And the journey of many mothers in New York. 
it's a great story because a kid like that is supposed to be a statistic, yeah. and he's not, which is great. And uh, we talked a little bit. I asked you a question when we did the screening. I asked you about distribution. Where are you guys on, on distribution right now? So, fortunately, we've had some great opportunities. Uh, there's been about, I would say, four or five uh, good offers that have been coming in. So we're still negotiating. That's as much as I can actually say at this time. But it's, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be in some good hands. I hope you guys do get a wide release. Like I said before, yeah. like I hope kids in Omaha get to see it as yeah. well as Brooklyn. You yeah, know what absolutely. I mean? Yeah, that, that's the plan, actually. I really want to make sure that we can uh, get this as far as possible. Not just America. Actually, outside of America is important as well. Just so that the reflection of what is going on in New York, which is one of the most popular and famous cities in the world, uh, just so that people all around the world can hopefully get an eye on what's happening with some successful young black and brown boys. So if people want to know more about Infamous Future, where can they find you on the web? Okay, so the first thing is www.theinfamousfuture.com. Um, that's the website which has the trailer, it has the press, it has all the details. Um, the second thing is uh, on Instagram, we are at The Infamous Future. And on uh, Twitter, we are at TIF Docu, which is the initials of the documentary, TIF Docu. To learn more about John Campbell and the infamous future, check out episode 504 of the show. Then in the summer, we covered the Soho International Film Festival. The winner of the best world feature was Empty by Design, directed by Andrea Walter and starring Osric Chow. Lindsay Astor was there to chat with them on the red carpet opening night. I am here with Andrea Walter and Osric Chow from Empty by Design. <laughs> they are the opening night feature film here at the 10th annual Soho International Film Festival. How does it feel to be the opening night feature? Feels great. We're actually, re we, we just came in. I'm actually really sleepy, but it feels great. It might not show my face, but inside I'm bubbling. It feels good. I'm known for being considered Daria, so this is my enthusiastic face. So tell us a little bit about the project. The movie is kind of like Lost in Translation in the slow burn style. It follows two people who have immigrated um, back home, and they've been away for a long time, and they spend the whole movie reconnecting with their culture and who they are. It's a movie that shows a bunch of the isolation that we feel as immigrants when you come home and you are, you're, you're having a disconnection with your culture. Is there anything in particular that you're hoping that people take away from the movie? Get to see a little bit of the Philippines and you get to know what that's like a little bit because we don't really, we don't often see a lot about the Philippines and this is another side of the Philippines that we were hoping to, to showcase to the world. Because a lot of our movies that come out of the Philippines that people go see are about our drug wars and we have a lot of movies that aren't um, about that and I wanted to bring one of those central themes over to the Western world and see if people can connect. I mean, we have the same stories as everyone else, so I just wanted everyone to connect with that as well. And what is the best way for us to find Empty by Design on the web? Empty by Design, design movie. movie. On, we're on Instagram, Empty by Design movie. We're okay. on Empty by Design Twitter. or Empty by Design movie if it, a baseball thing comes up. Oh, yeah. Or you can just find Osric on Instagram. He posts a lot. Also at Soho International Film Festival, Lindsay Astor interviewed the director of the Best Short Award, Yudawak Inokoto for his film, In a Jungle. Hi, I'm Lindsay Astor with No Rest of the Weekend Podcast. I'm here with Huduak, the director of In a Jungle Film. So tell us about your project. Um, In a Jungle is a story that reveals the reality of street kids 
in developing nations and I think it's a huge problem for developing nations and even even in the most developed nations the UK just recorded an 80% increase in street kids you know like so I think it's a huge problem I think it's something that should be talked about regularly and something that something needs to be done about it that's why I went into making in a jungle Wow, that sounds incredible. I can't wait to check it out. What is the best way for everyone watching to, to stay up to date on what you're doing and your project? So basically right now we just have In the Jungle out and it's just at the Soho Film Festival. It's done Artisan Film Festival in Cannes and we're hoping it gets into other film festivals. By the end of the year we'll be putting it out on YouTube and we'll get the links out to everyone. But for now you can follow us at In the Jungle Movie um, on Instagram and you can follow me at, at UDEE double underscore on Instagram as well. Um, you can check out our Facebook page as well, In a Jungle Movie on Facebook. So you'd follow us, we'd let you know everything once it's on, on YouTube and everything we'll let you know. Then Lindsay interviewed the creators of the series Vows, which would later go on to win Best Pilot at NYC WebFest. Here she is with them opening night on the red carpet. We're here with Nazla, Isabel, and Andy with Vows, which is a pilot. So tell us, how does it feel to be here tonight? It's super exciting. <laughs> this is way more overwhelming than we thought it was going to be. Totally, totally, totally. Uh, it's great. You know, we worked really hard to get here, and we're just really proud and excited to share it with as many people as possible. We're just also very excited that New York City community will be able to watch it because yeah. that's a really big deal, and Soho is such a great festival that... We're very honored to be a part of it. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about Vows. Uh, so Vows is a pilot about these two actresses that decide to get green card married to keep one of the friends in the country. Um, and it's actually a concept that we came up with <laughs> uh, because one of us was considering doing it. Uh, but we didn't. <laughs> we, it's not real. It's not real. <laughs> We're going to do things the legal way. <laughs> just so you guys know. Um, anyway, so it's quirky. It plays up on our cultures. Uh, me and Andy are Haitian-American. Nazla is Turkish. Uh, so it includes, like, uh, multilingual sort of dialogue. And it's like a buddy comedy. I think that's, like, really fresh for our times and for the political climate. So tell us how we can keep up with Vows, where we can check it out, follow you. Uh, yeah, so our Seed and Spark campaign page is still up. You can follow us on Instagram at vows underscore the series, yeah. Um, and you can always email us at vowsseries at gmail.com and we'll get you on our mailing list. There's also um, Twitter and Facebook as well. Yeah, yes. So let's just cover all, all the things. All the things. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. For more coverage of the Soho International Film Festival, check out episode 515 of the show for our full recap. The Fall was extremely busy this year with Bushwick Film Festival, NYC WebFest, and New York Comic Con all happening in the same week. I had the fortunate opportunity to attend New York Comic Con where I spoke to Jeff Anderson, the president of Legion M. Here he is talking about their documentary project, Memory, The Origins of Alien. Hello, it's Jason Godby here at New York City Comic Con with none other than the president and co-founder of Legion M, Mr. Jeff Anderson. Welcome, Jeff. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for having me on your show. The current project is Memory, 
which is a documentary about the making of Alien. Yes. Talk to me about that project and how it came about. So, well, so first of all, the film is an amazing film. It's certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. It's the origin story of Alien and the mythological and entomological underpinnings and the story of how Dan O'Bannon, the screenwriter, H.R. Geiger, the iconic artist that created the alien, like, I don't know, I, I never realized this before, but the alien itself, the xenomorph and the facehugger, that existed prior to the film. Dan O'Bannon saw that and said, oh, this is what I want. And they commissioned H.R. Geiger to modify some of his existing artwork to fit within the constructs of the, of the screenplay. And they had to fight the studio to do that, by the way. Um, but it's about H.R. Geiger, Dan O'Bannon, Ridley Scott coming together to create the seminal movie, the impacts that it had, the shockwaves that we're still feeling today. It's 40 years later and we're still talking about this film. It's an amazing film for a hardcore alien fan for sure. I consider myself kind of a casual alien fan. Like I've seen it a couple times, I like it, but I don't own the books and I don't own the DVDs and you know. Yeah, you can't go crazy with alien. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I, I love it. I've met, there's people that I've met that have never seen the film Alien that love the movie just as a deconstruction yeah. of filmmaking and storytelling. And so it's it's really, I think, uh, a powerful film by an amazing director who's a really up-and-coming uh, young talent. Alexander uh, Philippe, okay. uh, and he is, he did um, 7852, which is a documentary, an entire documentary about the shower scene in Psycho. I've seen that. Yes, yes. And which he describes as literally the Mona Lisa of film scenes that scene and he deconstructs it i mean you've seen it he's an amazing storyteller um we've actually spoken about alien on my show as being sort of a perfect movie it's like a perfect horror movie and uh it's one of that's it's it's inspired so many other movies and the first one i think is still the best one like the the, the original alien to me is is the absolutely it's the best story well this film started out as a film about the chestburster scene a deconstruction of that the same way that that right but when he got into it he realized that there was a much broader story so there's there's a amazing like it talks a lot about the chestburster and the mechanics of how it happened and you know everything that happened with the actors and but the story of how we found that film is I think probably better than anything else perfectly encapsulates what Legion M is all about because we went to Sundance as a distributor to try and purchase the rights to a film and um, when you go to Sundance you know as a distributor to try and you know, there were 119 films that were on our radar how do you figure out of those 119 films that have never released before? They're all brand new. You know, there's no trailers for them. There's you know, like you can see who's in it. You can read the synopsis. Um, it's like who do you believe in? Well, and there's plenty of rumor. People telling you, "Oh, this movie's great." You're like, "How do you know? You haven't seen it. Nobody's seen it yet. It hasn't come out. <laughs> this is the world premiere." And so, uh, anyway, um, we crowdsourced it. We've got a community of people. We made a game that allowed you from anywhere in the world to log into your phone and you know you could spend five or ten minutes. We told people, look, just come in. There's 119 films. It'll take you a few hours if you want to do all of them, but just spend ten minutes. If you can evaluate five or ten films, if everybody does that, we're going to have plenty of data. And, and that's what people could do. But uh, a lot of them actually came in and spent a couple hours because it was a really fun thing to do. But when it was all said and done, 
we had over 40,000 votes cast from thousands of people. So when we went to Sundance to pick a film, it wasn't like what I thought was good versus what you thought was good. We had data that we could act on. And, you know, to, 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 to narrow down 119 films to these are the ones that we're interested in. Then when we're there, we had dozens of Legion uh, members and investors who were in Park City. We host a lounge on Main Street each year where you can come and, and hang out. And so we had boots on the ground that could tell us, like, yeah, actually, this movie's really good. Like, it lives up to the promise. And so that data we aggregated, and based on that, we partnered with a company called Screen Media to buy the North American distribution rights, and now we're distributing the film with Screen Media. For anybody who wants to get involved and know more about Legion M, where can they find you on the web? Just go to legionm.com. You can join for free. I, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but you don't have to invest. We're not even always open for investment, but there's no cost or obligation. You can follow us on social. It's Legion M Official on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, all over the place. Thank you so much. If you're an Alien fan or just a movie fan in general, you will dig this documentary. Uh, check out my review of Memory, Origins of Alien on the website. You can also find the full interview with Jeff Anison on episode 604 of the show. And with that, I'm going to say thank you for taking this trip down the rabbit hole once again. For more of our content, you can always find it on our website, norestoftheweekendpodcast.com. You can also subscribe on your favorite podcast app, and you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash no rest of the weekend once again i'd like to thank everyone who took the time to chat with us this year and for behind the rabbit productions i'm jason godby thanks for joining us we'll see you next time